40, yeah. Hey, look, we're finally on. We're here. Hey, sorry uh, it took so long. Um, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties and, and a presidential visit and everything else. Yep, and we're still missing our guest. Yeah, and but, we're still working on guests and everything. No worries. He'll jump in if he can. If not, we'll figure everything else out. Meanwhile, yeah. why don't you start the show off like we actually do? Daniel the track rat. This I'm is Chris the wingman. Chris is the wingman. Chris is the guy that is behind the curtain currently. What? Pay what no attention to him. And uh, this is episode 43. 43. 43. I yes. think it's 44, but it's 43. Who was number 43? Um, yes, on. 43. In fact, uh, let's pull this up so we can see who's joining us. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, still, I'm not even doing that. I feel like a jerk. <laughs> well. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yes, so this is 43, and there we are. And we actually have someone listening and a comment. It's Jack Miller. Uh, hey. Jack Miller's number 43. Oh, sweet. On the Mark VDS team. Hey, it's Anthony Drake. What up, buddy? There we go. And look, check this out, because we Whoa. can do this now. Hey. Welcome to the garage. Yo. For those of you who are listening. You do kind of look like Mike was asking right now, though. <laughs> if you're listening to this on the podcast. Magazine. Basically, I just put Mr. Drake's. Uh, he put Mr. Drake on his face. Comment, yep, yeah, right over my. Well, no, it's only on my face in the screen here. He's oh, okay, right gotcha. There. Right, pudding. What up, pudding? You know, this is fun. I'm just going to do that. And about time, nothing but well, you know, some hell. It's uh, it happens, right? So anyway, what's going on, Brandon? Hey, buddy. What's up? Yo. Yes, I'm playing with all sorts of new stuff because I can actually reach the computer right now. Yeah, it happens. And I'm bringing up my calendar, apparently. Why are you that? No. There we go. Don't do that. Anyways, I'll thanks for uh, watch some for joining us. Supermoto. Hey, watching some Supermoto. Meanwhile, I'm saying what's up to Mr. Eric and Matt. Eric who? Uh, more. Oh, yeah. Cousin Eric. Um, He's actually coming down for a really interesting show. Oh, yeah. Behemoth, Slayer, and somebody. That's, gonna, that, that's one of those, like, I'm, have fun. I, I will be here for the... That's not my thing, <laughs> but it'll be it'll be an interesting show. But whenever he comes down, I think we're gonna try and have him over and hang out and all that good stuff. Gotcha. So. Um, Derek Bank says, "I was brought here, so what is this?" Well, this oh, is God. the beginning of the end. Um, if you've, I, I don't want to apologize for anything, but you're definitely you might want to roll your pants up because the shit's about to get deep. Yes. Especially since our deep. guest is nowhere to be found. We're just oh, no, no, let's rephrase this. It's he's not nowhere to be found. He's so we're figuring out we're, we're figuring out where he's at. We'll get him on here as soon as we can. If yeah. he can come on tonight. If not, no worries. Right. So, anyways, this is episode 43. We're we going to be talking about track day winners or the lack of thereof. Uh, you know, so we'll get him in. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. Uh, Again, if you're just joining us, I'm Chris the Wingman. This is Daniel the Track Rat. He's yeah. drinking a beer. What the fuck, man? <laughs> really? Yes, really. I really hope the camp can get that. And uh, we hope that you are being entertained by oh, our shit. shenanigans. Speaking uh, of shenanigans, I'm kidding. Um, first off, 
the website that we have that we've had for a long time that we really didn't do anything with just because life got in the way and we've been busy and everything else. Um, you've kind of put the time in and revamped it. Yeah. Entirely. And it's been, it's really nice. Yes. Brandon, thank you. Invite and share. Invite everyone that you know that rides every last person. Yes. But, um, the website is now up and much, much, much better, much better. Um, We'll get links up to stuff here in town. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've got a lot of friends that we've made. A lot you know, of friends. Nashville Motor, Nashville Motor Bikes. Nashville ATV, which mm-hmm. uh, Nashville ATV we're repair. at recording. Yeah. Um, Franklin Moto actually wants to say what's up to Dave Riddle. What's up, man? Yeah, so we'll be linking them to our site. You know, that way it's not just us because they're – We can get just boring. Like you, we, yeah, we get boring. We get boring kind of. But they're does. the reason why we're here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be fun. It's really nice. He's got a blog post up. I wrote one that is going to, you've read it. It's, I've, I've read parts of it's it. It's pretty, yes. it's kind of funny. It's definitely the, the type of shenanigans that I get up to, which is, I, I enjoy tormenting my friends. Yeah. It's good fun. Yes, he does. It makes me happy. How, it, I like counting how many times I get the middle finger emoji. <laughs> that's, that's, that's sport for me. So, but anyway, um, we're getting right. there. Um, now, speaking of the uh, the website, bam, Anthony Drake asked, where can I get a shirt like that? Which and one? Putin says, dig in those shirts. Hey, Thank you. Which shirt? Because that's the only one that's available right now. Yes. This and one is still prototyping, and we're trying to figure it out. They are on the website, which is wingmansgarage.com. Right there's a white one. I've got a black one, which obviously I'm wearing one. Why's it got to be black? I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to do that. There's a gray one as well. That's there's a limited a gray edition. One. Uh, How many of those are we doing? Are we going to do like... There's only like 15 that I've okay. got, but um, they are going fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, they are $15 right now till... To, well, from right now till tomorrow at 8 o'clock p.m. Uh, jump on the website. Get on there. It's $15. I will ship it to you for free. In the meantime, not trying to sell you anything, but I am. Um, what about brown? We'll get there. Give us a little bit because we're gonna have yeah. to change some stuff up. But we will once we get to the point where we can actually manufacture these really quick mm-hmm. and all that stuff and get the first run done, and get our feet under us with it. There's gonna be some cool stuff. I've he and I have been bouncing oh, ideas yeah. off each other. It's gonna be pretty fun. Um, right now it's just trying right to now it's just on we got just one more. t-shirt right now. Let us get the ball rolling. Yes. Um, but just put it this way, he and I have some ideas that will help for while you're writing, um, and all of that mess. So. There's that. And Derek says, not brown, just beige. Yeah, tan. Tan works. Khaki works. Yep. And, uh, you know, obviously we're not going to get rich off this, but what the money's going to is, uh, you know, something for the wall back here. Yes. Yeah. Wall. As well as to be able to get us in touch with other guests. Yes. And do more things. and Better equipment, more, better cameras. Yes. More presence out there. Maybe I yes. can get some bike nights. Yes, we might, yeah, do some bike night stuff. Um, if you have events that here in the National... In the Nashville area, Cowie Green. I'm working on it. I've got a thought for that one, but uh, I'm, I'm going to let you handle yeah. that. Anyway, we'll, we'll get there. Um, we will get there. Bike nights, if you have events that you want to put out there that's here in the Nashville area. Whether or a bike night, a ride. Bike night ride. Uh, just um, a hangout. Poker run. Throw it at us. Yeah. Let us know. We'll put it up there and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Part or Yeah. Anything, anything bike related. Um, Let's see, we within got, a day, 
He's right. right. Doesn't matter. Nicholas asks, Boosa Blue. You're going to have to define which blue There's that a, one is. Like, are we talking like, what was it, 2003 or four when it was Cookie Monster? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Cookie right. Monster, that one? That, or? The candy blue, like mine. Well, no, this was like yeah, no, no, that's electric yeah. screw you blue. That's a good one. Electric yeah, screw screw, you that, blue. that's a Mopar. No, it's not a Mopar color. <laughs> <laughs> Date grape. That's the oh, Daniel went there. That's the purple for the Challenger and the, the new Charger. Oh God. Anyway, I'm in rare form tonight. You are. You can tell I've been talking to Dallas all day. <laughs> yes, 07. 07, Nicholas. That's the one. Okay, cool. Yeah, Cookie Monster Blue. Cookie Monster Blue. But uh, yeah. So if any of you out there have an event you want us to talk about in you know the greater Nashville area, just hit us up on Facebook or yeah. Instagram, or if you really tweet, you can hit us up on Twitter. We don't really tweet that much. Or call us at two six two five go ride. That's a two six two five four six seven four three three. That hurt. That really hurt. I got to fan the smoke yeah. off his ears. <laughs> anyway. um, anyways. So let's get into some of the things that have happened this last week in the world of motorcycles. Um, to start off on a somber note, um, the greatest crossover athlete in motorsports has passed away, um, Mr. Surtees. John Surtees. John Sir, Surtees. John Surtees. Sir John Surtees passed away. Um, there's a wonderful article and, slash interview with him on motorsportmagazine.motorsportmagazine.com right now. Um I didn't know this. He crashed in a in a Can Am race in a Lola T seventy, and his right side, the way the way his body torque, his right side was four inches shorter than his left side. Yes. So the doctor went and got one of the like the biggest burliest dude they could find, and literally pulled him back to shape. Like he was, it was still ha- he was a half inch uneven, and it stayed mm-hmm. that way till the day he died. Till you know this week, but well, let's talk about insane. who was John Surtees. John Surtees is the only person to win a world championship in motorcycles and cars. Um, he was the youngest person to do win the motor the motorcycle Grand Prix cha- championship till Freddie Spencer beat him. He did it when he was twenty two. Wow! Um, and then he left there because Mister. Castiglione or whoever was running MV at the time, Count, the Count Augusta yeah. or whoever, um, he was racing British championship stuff and, you know, club racing on the weekend on Norton's and AJS's and everything else. And he, Mr. Augusta got a wind of this. He's like, no, you can't do that anymore. So he kind of said, fine, I'll go race cars then. And did exceedingly well and to the point where Mr. Ferrari called him. And said, hey, I need you to come drive this car. He said no at the beginning. And they said, Ferrari doesn't ask twice. And they actually ended up asking again <laughs> later the next year. Right. Uh, won the Formula One championship, I want to say, for Ferrari. I think he did. Yes, yes. Ferrari. He won it for Ferrari um, in the 1.5 liter days. He drove for Lotus. Um, he was No, I take it back. He didn't drive for Lotus. He was on his way to drive for Lotus. And Jim Clark was going to be his teammate and i'm sorry i'm turning into a really big formula one nerd right now sorry this is just a nerd i'm just a motor racing nerd (laughs) um and he he was the one that picked jim clark as like hey i need jim clark i would like my him to be my teammate nines ireland was the old guy and he was getting he's like i'm getting pushed out and he didn't like it so whatever right um but yeah uh 
quite possibly if you if you see any footage of him driving or riding, riding he's obscene. Like he's fast. He's uh, Sir John Surtees. Yeah, you at, saw him in twenty barber at twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. He was the grand marshal for the uh, vintage bar- best at barber, and he was just doing some parade laps, but. He was hauling ass on that. Well, see, that's old the, school. That's the MV. fun thing. Whenever, if you ever get any of the old MV guys like Ago, mm-hmm. well, you can't get Sir any, Sir Sir Sir, Sir anymore. But if you ever catch Ago on an MV day and you put mm-hmm. him on like the new stuff, yep. he's still really fast. Like yeah. the tires are blue when he gets done. Like really, really fast. So those old cats. So yeah, the old guys yeah. that still have it. Yeah, my, they're, they're ripping ass on these bikes oh. that were spaghetti tube framed. And, they go into yeah. a corner, the damn swing arms flexing, like yeah. the swing arms doing this shit going into a corner. No, I want no part yeah. of that. Um, or Roderick Katana do the same thing. I want no part of that. No, but the actually a really cool thing that's going on now. There's a company in Italy. He was actually the he was Surtees, Ago, and their that whole era. He was their head mechanic. He has a company now that he started back in the mid seventies. Magni. Oh yeah, yeah. He's taking um, triple eight hundred cc triple motors out of Brutals and. That sort of thing in the, mm-hmm. the Revolve. Right. And he's oh, putting them Revolve. in um, frames that are the same geometry as the old GP bikes. So you're getting the same horsepower that anything back then, mm-hmm. better suspension componentry, but the same. Yeah. Uh, and much more. And same geometry. Reliable and, motors. Yeah. Yeah. But it's one of those things where you can, if you have the scratch and you can get one and get it over here, you can see what they, what it felt like. Um, I don't know how I'd feel about riding that thing because if you pitch it, that's gonna suck. Yeah, <laughs> just just don't crash. Just like don't anything crash. Else, don't yeah, crash. Just don't crash. But um, rest in peace, Sir John Surtees. May your tires always be warm and suspension geometry set up, and tarmac always be dry. And the champagne always. And sweet. the champagne always sweet. Okay. He, he had a really <laughs> neat quote because it was lunch with John Surtees, and they went to some his pub. Near his his ancient manor house that he bought when he was still racing for racing for Ferrari, um, they went fish and chips and he had champagne. He goes, well, "Yeah, we didn't get it when we won much. You got a sip and then you pass it around to the mechanics." <laughs> so, um, but he ran a Formula One team for years too. That's true. Ran yeah. a Formula One team, got a couple of wins, ran a really good Formula Two team, and it sucks. His he lost his son in a Formula Two race mm-hmm. in a t- Formula Two crash where a tire came and hit him in the head. Yeah, how's so, that? Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Just one Could not imagine freak accidents. Oh, what's anyway. going on, Anwan? Thanks for joining us. Yo, uh, but now that we've done that, we need I to like pronounce his name right one day. Who? <laughs> Antoine. Antoine. <laughs> Dude, how I, do you not? Is it A A N T? Are you forgetting the T? Uh yeah. Reflex. Anyways, this dude. Um, I got you, Antoine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Remember, he's the weirdo. I'm. I got you. I got you. I'll say your name right at least. It's like the pot calling the kettle black. Why has it got to be black? Why has it got to be a black thing? Because it's a kettle. It could be copper. 
Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> We're going to leave that. That's, this is getting dumb. Uh, anyway. Let's see. Where was I going with that? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Surtees and Agostini, they were their proof of life before Rossi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but see, the, there's, well, speaking of Ago, um, Ago's got like 10 wins around the Isle of Man. And, uh, he handed the trophies out back in like, oh, two or oh, one or oh, two. It was David Jeffries, Ian Locker, and John McGinnis. And he pulls them aside. He pulls them in. He goes, I think I may have said this already in the show, but he goes, he pulls them in. He goes, back in my day, I do six laps and go make love to girls. <laughs> now I do one lap and go home to bed. <laughs> so those guys, I mean, if you just get a chance to be in these guys' presence, any of the old right. school guys, Ago, Kevin, if you get a chance to hang out with Kevin Schwantz, just mm-hmm. sit there and don't say a word. Just let that man talk. Um, Derek Bell, the old Porsche driver, any of these old school guys, if you ever get a chance to have like a conversation or if they're like in a panel or something like that and you just get to go hear them tell stories, go. It is the Best. It's so much fun. I heard um, I heard Kevin Schwantz tell a story about messing with John Kosinski back in the day on the GP circuit. That was, I think we've had this story. I, I think earlier. this story's yeah. been out there. Yeah. About times. putting a bounty on somebody. Yeah. But um, I mean, just the stories you hear, like it that's the most fun to me. Like hearing all the old stuff. Like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll sit there and hang out with all the weird guys and like all day. But hearing stories from Kevin or Wayne or, you know, Scott Russell. Oh, God, if you ever run into Scott Russell, you get a chance to talk to him, he will talk to you for an hour. He's the nicest dude in the paddock. And he's good old Southern Georgia boy. So he'll tell you stories about having a 911 turbo with a gun under the seat in England. Have fun <laughs> with that. <laughs> right. So anyway, what else? Um, let's see. Let's move into motorcycles. Actually, huh? uh, a couple new motorcycles huh? were unveiled and actually brought out onto the dealership floor this huh? week. Uh, motorcycles? What are those? Yes, real motorcycles. Bikes? Huh? Uh, Kawasaki's new Z900 was just rolled out onto the showroom. How does that look, actually? You sent me a, I've seen pictures on the Facebook, on your all's Facebook page. If you like the, uh, the original, not the original. Yeah, actually, the original Z1000. Not the not the last one. Not that the, not like the, the weirdo alien. one. Yeah, the the first Z1000 they did back in 03. You'll like the Z900. Okay, it looks a lot more like that. Um, brand new motor, brand new frame. Pretty much everything's new about the bike. Um, we have one for demo at the shop. If you'd like to ride it, come in and see them. Tell them you want to ride the Z900. Well, they let me get away with that though. They me. don't need to know me. About, they, really, I walk in, they know who I am. Ronnie doesn't need to know. Um, so that is there. They also have the new Ninja 650. They're not going to let me do that. They've also got the, the Z650, which is basically the naked Ninja 650. How's uh, that sound? Have they sold any of those yet? It is, kind of, it is, yet. It is new, and it's yeah. been freezing ass cold in between all the actual nice weather. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely come in to check it out, especially if you like naked bikes. Uh, the Ninja 650 has always been kind of one of those bikes since it came out. It's like, okay, yeah, cool, whatever. The a lot new bigger. one, the new 650 actually looks like a real sport bike. Um, the motor is supposed to be a lot better, uh, a lot more fun, but still a bike you can ride every day to work and back. Well, see, the Ninja 650, it's a lot bigger over in Europe than it is here. It is. They've had that bike. They've had the ER6 over in Europe oh, for a Oh, the ER6 and 6N were that was like they, they were funky. They came out well. I mean, they came out in like oh four, right? And they didn't come over here till like what oh seven. Yeah, 
Thing, yeah. like the and Ninja, it was only here for like a, a year. It was like, no, it was the Maybe original. Two. It was here. It was the original Ninja 650. Right. And they made the full fairing bike, but they got rid of the naked one because the naked just naked one. Just it was good. weird. It looked yeah. weird. Yeah. But they've had it over. And it's that's what everybody uses for lightweight twins racing over in uh, over at the Isle of Man. Granted, the KMR team, uh, Ryan Locker, he's been developing that bike for years now. He's getting 110 horsepower that motor. Right. And that's stretched pretty thin. But, I mean, that amount of power in a bike, and they, I've got to write up on it. It's the, what he does with that bike's amazing. His first development bike, he was putting ZX10 front forks and full everything else in it. Um, I haven't ridden it. I've seen them. Ooh, that, that was weird. Sucked. Sorry, we're watching S1GP and a guy just tucked the front. Got his leg stuck in somebody else's rear tire. That's okay. and they kind of took off, and hey, we're back yep. at it. Yep. Um, but that's just it's the ER6. It's a neat bike. It didn't really take off the way it did over in Europe here, just because. In all honesty, the SV had that more has that market cornered. Yeah, the SV650 is always going to have that market cornered. Although the FZ07 is starting to really kind of take over. The FZ07, it's a lot. It's a newer bike, and it's bigger. I mean, it's got a bigger number right there, so it's going to be a little oh, bit yeah. more attractive right. to an American consumer. Right. I mean, I'm I'm born in I bleed Suzuki blue. I'm if I'm buying a Japanese motorcycle, we'll find out. This mother. <laughs> ah, always violent. Why you got to be so mean? Do one of those. Things. I just give quoted, me my coffee. I just quoted a Taylor Swift song because it. That was that, that's why I'm getting violent. That's God, why I just, yeah, anyway, yeah, I probably deserved it on that one. Yeah, you do. But um, it's the the Suzuki's got that market kind of sewed up until the FZ07. The FZ07 just looks a lot better. Right, it's a lot different. The headlight looks. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the new FZ09. We'll talk about no, that in a second. No, yeah, but that, that was coming up. That's next. Um, but the SV market, it's just <laughs> what. Just so you can see what Puddin says. Cut him. Oh, thanks, Puddin. Thanks. White meat or dark meat? Fuck you. <laughs> Ass. <laughs> anyway. No, I live with a Puerto Rican woman. No, I know. Oh, yeah. I, I get okay. threatened being cut all the time. No. I'll, I'll leave that to her. Yeah, no. Anyway, um, but just that whole – I'm just glad that market's – that little – Sections coming up, coming yeah, back, and it's come back with a, a vengeance. That CBR, that CB six fifty R or CBR six fifty, yeah, that bike, yeah. the SV, the MT seven, um, yeah, that middleweight class that isn't that just, middleweight naked class is yeah. really coming on strong, and I really like that because that's a really good starting point for people wanting to get into You're sport. Right, riding. it is, and I've run into more people riding FZ sevens here in the last couple of months than ever. I'm like, really? Yeah. All right, cool. they've got an XSR seven. Over in Europe. In Europe, yeah. And maybe one day we'll get I one doubt it. I seriously XSR, doubt it. That XSR I don't think 900. 900 sold well enough to really bring it over. I, I don't know either. Why does it have to be white meat? Hang on. <laughs> That's, That's why it has to be white meat. <laughs> I will be the oh. first one to admit it. I'm the pe- I, I'm whitey, and I apologize. <laughs> Thank you, Christopher Titus. Um... <laughs> But yeah, that that middleweight's really coming back. And then um, trying to think if there's any other. I mean, Ducati's got the Super Sport, the seven ninety six Monster. Yeah. Yeah. They've got that, so that's kind of your higher end thing too. Oh, what did Antoine say? 
He's he's just laughing. Oh, okay, good. He's just I was right. I was like, oh, please give me something to come back with. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> um, but it's I'm really really digging. Runs in the family. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does run in the family. Um, it that middleweight class has been really. It's gonna be really good. Mm-hmm. Given another couple of years, another few yeah, models. More and more people get into it. Realize, yeah. realize, like have, it's you can not have a lot of fun. You can have a oh, hell of a lot yeah. of fun. A lot of I, some of my best ride, like my bet, one of my f- most favorite rides that I've had mm-hmm. was on my SV with um my a guy I used to work with, Jim. He was on a nine fifty five Triumph Tiger, damn near dragging saddlebags. He was <laughs> flying, but um, well, I mean, it's kind of like you know, with me at the hypermotor, yeah. You know, I've, we got the CBR, we got the Hayabusa. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoy riding it, even though it's. Literally one of the slowest things I have. That's not a 250. I was gonna say it is the slowest running motorcycle you have. No, the 250s are gonna be slower. Well, it the ninja. I rephrased my uh, hang on motorcycle. I'm sorry, running <laughs> there you motorcycle, go. but rideable you know, motorcycle. It sure. is the slowest. But at 105, that thing is 105 feels years. stupid fast. Well, you're at 105, you're beating yourself to death. On yeah, it turns I took it to, Oh, I took it up to 90 that day uh-huh. down the straight, and I was like, "It'll get there easily." Oh, it got there quick. Don't get me wrong. But I tell you this: when I got off the bike, I went, "I don't know what the hell you." I, I know you put the pipe and the air filter and all that mess. And I was like, "What the hell?" Like this thing pulls hard now. Oh yeah, it woke but, it up. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll say this: you're gonna need to change gearing on it to go to Bowling Green, which. You, have you? We gotta sign up for that. I gotta sign yeah. up for that next week. I, I still have little sprockets, and I got the quick change too now, which makes it easier. Oh, you dick! I, kind of I, had to. <laughs> I want to find a set of quick change front and rear piece axle stuff for my bike. I'm sure you're going to pay a lot more. Oh, I'm a, pay, oh yeah, I'll pay a hell of a lot. I'll pay BMW tax on that one. Oh yeah, but I'd love to find them. That way, it's just like dink dink done. Yep. So who knows? Well, let's drag us back into the conversation what, um, huh? about the naked bikes. We were talking about we touched off on the uh the new FZ09. He said naked. Naked. There needs to be more naked, just not us. Not us. No, 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 no. So buy more shorts so we can get some more naked shorts. Shirts. We could day. do shorts. We could do shorts. We could actually. do shorts. I haven't thought about that. Anyway. Have fun with that. No. Uh, maybe later. So Yamaha redesigned the FZ09 this year. Did a terrible job. <sighs> terrible job. Why are you trying to go after a monster look? It's no, it's not. It's not a Ducati monster. It is a monster look. They go. They went after that German Street Fighter. Let's put a gas mask or a stormtrooper helmet on the front mm-hmm. and put the around the tire uh, license plate on it. Right. It doesn't work for that bike. No, they're trying to at all. They made it look like the Z1000. And that bike didn't look good. No, and the whole reason why it didn't come back to the U.S. this year because it looked terrible. Nobody wanted it. Nobody, yeah. You know, it probably had a killer motor. Oh, the motor was nuts. I mean, I remember I got in, got in with one at Bowling Green. Like I, I, he was in, I was in. We were different groups, but he was moving down the straightaway, and he would walk away from six hundreds. But it's just that bike looked terrible. Yes, and I've said it for years. Japanese people, Japanese designers don't know no. how to make a good looking naked anymore. They don't. Yeah. And putting degrees. See, you know, and it's true. They they're so stuck on this transformer look, weird manga, yeah, like anime. Well, like thing. we talked about that with the FZ10 when it was still rumored it was coming. Yeah, I hated the it's way an anime that owl look on speed. Yeah. It's terrible. Granted, I like it now that it's here. I, 
See, are they going to bring the SP over though? Yes. Are yeah. they? The okay. SP is coming. The SP is what they're using to come after my bike. Yep. And they actually or, just my bike. Yeah. The S. The mm-hmm. S model. Yeah. Yeah. The sport uh, model of mine. Yes, and that's going to my bike. It, it'll help it a lot. Um. But yeah, with the slanty nose thing, and it just the, doesn't look good. No, and I like it better in person than I do in the pictures. But it doesn't mean I actually like it. It doesn't photograph well at all. No, okay, that no. say that, but it's but it still has one of the best motors that. That's because Yamaha's I took it off an R one, and it's a triple. An FZ ten is not a triple. I was talking about the FZ nine. Oh, FZ nine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. There, I yeah. was like, what are you talking about? The FZ9, I, that motor's a peach. I will say that because that one that you had for a little while, I, when you let me ride it, yep. I really, hell, I told you, I almost bought it off of you. Yeah, except for the shitty suspension. Oh, the suspension is utter garbage. They've improved it since, but not by much. They put the FJ09 suspension in it. Right, which is an improvement. It is an improvement, but it's not for what you and I are going to do. No, although actually the new FZ09 actually is an FJ09 stripped down. Because it's got the slipper clutch, it's got the traction controls. Yours didn't have a slipper clutch? No, not at all. Huh? That's weird because that yeah. it didn't chatter on me. I guess I didn't do it right, or I know whatever. Either that or the suspension kept. Oh, yeah, the suspension was. <laughs> <laughs> that day, I'm not kidding you. That front end. I know Doug's got a lot. Doug, Doug's got a ton of money put into his, and I know it's a weapon. Yes, but God, I really hope that they would. Put that in a super sport motor. Yeah. What up, Tyler? Like, if they would put that, the the FZ9, in a Ducati, a little bit more aggressive Ducati super sport style bike. Right. I'm all in. Which, you know, if you look at something like the FZ09, FZ07, let's go back to the FZ07 first. Yeah. Because when it first came out, I was checking out the frame just to see what was different. And it's got all sorts of tabs on the frame. And even in the crankcase, that it could be used in something else. Oh, they probably are developing uh, it for that. But yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt if we saw a fully fared FZ07 sometime soon. FZ07 isn't gonna. Ah. But again, they could always bump it up to a 800 or 850. I don't want to parallel 850. That's a TRX 800 all over again. <laughs> oh god. I mean, the bike looks yeah. terrible. It sounds cool, right? And it's, it has power like a V twin, but it's a parallel, just because the way the mm-hmm. firing order is. But, but you have no trouble with the uh, Bruxton 1200R. That's two different motorcycles. That's it's two parallel twins. It's a parallel twin, but it's a 1200, and it looks the tits. Well, it's because the British know who they are. It's a Triumph. Yeah. Yes. Then uh, you can't compare the two at all. But I'm just saying, just saying. So we, you never know. You could see something like that coming from them in, in the future. But they did a bad job trying to copy Roland Sands. FZ09. Yeah. They did a really bad job. XSR is a cool bike. Don't yeah. get me wrong. That would, if I was looking to get off of the BMW and have something that I was just riding back and forth to work that would never see a track, XSR 900 would be perfect. Right. Really great bike. But that the, bike's dying for a, a little dolphin fairing like the uh, Paul Smart. Well, they've got that Abarth one. That They do. They've got that the Abarth one that's over in Europe that they're not going to bring over. But. Because, yeah, who knows what – there's only, like, maybe all the people that are on the show know what Abarth is, but nobody else does. It's like when I was still selling cars, it was one of those things where, you know, we had a Le Mans Championship Corvette come in. It was like an 04, 05, Z06 with that Le Mans Championship stuff on it. And it was like, yeah, 
The only two people that might that this matters to is Doug and Daniel. <laughs> Pretty much. Nobody else Pretty much. But um Yeah, they have, if they could do a Ducati Super Sport fighter with an F Z09 motor, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. Right. Just like if they did a Daytona ten fifty. Well, they won't do a Daytona. No, they won't. But that would be badass. The the motor itself would be too big. If they could do a Daytona, if they did a Daytona eight hundred or six seven sixty five, I'd be really close to driving down to Chattanooga. Really close to driving down to Chattanooga. Yet another bike he's willing to get rid of the BMW. For. That's the only one I'm really going to get rid of the BMW for. What about that R nine T you were talking about? R nine T. No, I saw it. The R nine T racer. Okay, we'll talk about that. All right, let's talk about R nine T racer. My brother. God love him. He's my brother, like literal brother. He's an asshole for that. I told him that too. He's like, hey, you should trade the BMW in for this. I looked at it and he put that damn thing in my head for about three days. And I heard about it. And he heard about it for about a good 48 hours. Went and saw it. The bike's gorgeous. Very good looking motorcycle. Really damn long. It's actually longer than the S than my bike. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, looks really good. It's a little steep price wise. Personally, it's a BMW. It's a BMW. Well, anyway, but <laughs> says the Ducati rider says, yeah, you, I can our, like our parts and prices, our parts and bike prices are the same. It's just mine works all the time. Um, so does mine. Character, I think is the, co- the common word for Ducatis. What do I say? Character always is for motorcycles means it doesn't work all the time. You have lots of character. <laughs> but no, mine works. It's just I have a tendency to mine's work. It hasn't given me any issues outside of, you know, hitting the ground. But that's neither here nor there and has nothing to do with the bike. I look like Kermit the Frog right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um All right. What? Let's see. Let's put that out there. The Diablo? I'll oh. let you start with this. My thoughts on the Diablo. Because I'm going to go get another drink. I'm going to let him talk about Pudding it. Ass, Pudding ass. What are Diablo. your thoughts on the Ducati oh, Diablo? Christ. The Diablo, to me, is an interesting blend of styles that is distinctly Ducati. Um, just like the Hypermotard is the Italian designer's take on a Supermoto. That was a, a, the Hypermotard. They had a couple of extra... Motors laying around. They did, and came right off the uh, the original multi multi strata, and also the sport classic. Yeah, um, we'll talk about those in a minute too. That being said, the Diablo is a weird cruiser, semi cruiser type machine that I absolutely love. I it's the weirdest looking bike. It's like a pug and a bulldog had sex, and it turned into a motorcycle. It's a pug dog. Pull dog. A bull pug? Pull dog. I like pull dog. All right. Because um, it fits. I am absolutely in love with the Diablo. Um, they're weird. They're quirky. They sound great. Even stock. They sound really good. And you can ride the shit out of one and be comfortable and actually embarrass a bunch of, you know, a bunch of sport bike guys that aren't expecting anything out of it. Can I talk about it now? After I post that. Okay. Yes, I love the look of it. I love the style. And again, you can absolutely ride this thing. And if you're a wheelie guy, you can make it wheelie. All right, have at it. Okay. Oh, that's enough. (laughs) Go ahead. 
Anyway, so here's my take on the Diablo. Very weird styling. This is what happens. I, I, I look at it like the Italians watched a little bit too too much anime for while they were doing this. Wonderful machine. Yep. The styling is a little different. I'm not a huge fan of the styling. I like the way the three-quarter shot is because it's got hips and that 240 on the back looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fan of the new belt drive one. Oh, I'm, the XDL? The XDL. I'm okay. not a fan of that. We'll, we'll talk about that one after. Um, but for a cruiser, I will say this. That damn thing can pull 45 degrees of lean. I got passed by Tim Vosnick at Little Talladega. He passed me down the back straight, diving into farmhouse, and I, he came past me, and I went, who in God's name is that? He put that thing on its ear, and it freaked me out. I was like, there's no reason for that thing to do that. And no. he took off and hid. So as a performance bike, it's more along the lines of, I call it a, I would call it more along the lines of maybe like a heavyweight boxer, like the big guys, like the guys that are knocking 250, you know, like the super heavyweights. They will beat you. They have great stamina. They just look big. They're just big dudes. So... Styling-wise, it's up in the air. The original ones look cool. Well, it's like anything else Ducati makes. Yeah. You either love the styling or you don't. hate it. It still looks better than just about anything the Japanese would have built in the same time. Look at the Valkyrie. Oh, it's don't even get me started. Valkyrie. Okay, but wait. Yeah. This bike is in the same class as the V-Rod, which has its own issues, and the V-Max. Yes. And I'm sorry. I love the V-Max. I adore the V-Max from the beginning because Tony has my – one it's of my hard best friends to not like one. a VMAX. I'm not kidding you. I adore that motorcycle. For a power cruiser, mm-hmm. I'll take a VMAX any day of the week, especially the new one. The new one's yes. dope. And it handles better than the old one. Oh, it handles a whole lot better than the old one. The front end does not, that front end on the old one does not like turns. But if you're in the market for a power cruiser and you don't, and you want something different, the Diablo's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And it sounds like, it sounds like a thunderstorm coming. Hey, what's going on, Amber? Hey, Amber. You like the shirts? This is the prototype. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about mine. <laughs> uh, let's see. What we got? Trevor Watson had come in here hey, and uh, up, fired a few shots back. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, oh, where'd it go? I've lost it. Anyways, let's go here. So, this dude. I'm walking up. No, I'm walking. We ain't up. walking nowhere. All right, Trevor says. What does he say? The Diablo. It's only good for parking lot pimping at MotoGP events. It's just for guys to park them at Ducati Island. Yes and well, no. Sadly, that See, actually describes about 60% of all Ducatis. That's, no, that describes about 75% of all Ducati owners. Now, you're right, and you're also wrong. You can be right and wrong in this right now. I will say this, that when Vosnik showed up on his Diablo, freaked me out. I've seen a lot of guys. I've some of the fastest guys I've ever seen at a racetrack have been on ducks. Some of the slowest guys I've ever seen on racetracks have been on ducks. So Ducati as a brand is so there's no gray area with a Ducati rider. You're it's like I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. You're either dipped in it or you buy it because you wanted a duck. Just to experience the flair. 
Like you've either got a garage full of them or you've got like one or two and you've got a, you've got other bikes as well. So what up, Chris? What up, baby? I think he says it best. It's all or nothing. Yeah. You're either, it's not, it's all or 25%. How about that? So because you're three people. Well, let's put it this way. You're one of two people, but then one, one can be two different things. You either like Ducati or you don't period, which most people do. But then if you become a Ducati guy, do you, are you a Ducati owner or are you a Ducatista? Well, see, no, hang on. I, I own a Ducati. I love it. I you're, love not a Ducati. Ducati. you're not a Ducati. I'm not a Ducatista. No, you're no. not one of those guys. <laughs> we know one of those guys. And <laughs> yeah. Trevor says it here. It's the HD Harley Davidson lifestyle for sport bikes. I give you half and half on that. Honestly, that can actually go for a lot of things. That can go for the Busa yeah. guys, go for the R1 guys, go for like, the Well, you can guys. do that for any yeah. brand or any actual bike that, that's out there that has but, any kind of following. But on his note, I think Harley guys, if there's any Harley guys out there, some of you fall into this, some of you don't, and you know this. you got the guy that rides Harley Davidson's, likes them, but he doesn't have to dress in them. Then you got the guys that are full blown Harley Davidson. That always wear the orange shirt. Harley Davidson. Yeah. You got the same thing with the Ducati guys. Oh well, yeah, but see, the thing is, the cachet that Ducati has, it's not. It's it. Why do we always end up having to talk about Ducati? Explain this to me. But um, I didn't bring it up. I didn't either. <laughs> but it Ducati itself, it's the brand is because there's it's it's almost like cars. I hate putting. I hate coming back to cars. Because I only know cars and motorcycles. I don't know how to communicate any other way. Um, you've got your three big Italian car brands. Mm-hmm. You've got Lambo, Ferrari, and Pagani. Right? Yeah. So you've got Aprilia, which I call would be more along the lines of the Lambo stuff. Because it actually works. And then you've got Ferrari, which is Ducati. Mm-hmm. And then Envy Augusta, which is Pagani. So there's that. What? What what are we laughing at? Pudding says it's all his fault and he's sorry. I'm like, no, don't we apologize. Like it. Don't we apologize. Like it. it it means I get to talk shit about his bike, so it's all good. <laughs> Yours is faster than mine, but mine looks better. I, how is that even a question? <laughs> that's never even part of the. That's not even part of the equation. Really? Yes. Mine looks better is. after Deus Ex gets a hold of it, though. Well, yeah, yeah, but that. Do you have the money for that? Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have Orlando jo- Orlando Bloom money for that shit. Yeah. Who are you talking about? What's Antoine? What's Antoine got to say? Antoine says, how about the men Jonathan Ray Dude, on Team Green? That guy. And it doesn't, honestly, with Jonathan Ray, it does not matter what that man is on. Honda missed out keeping him because mm-hmm. he was on Honda. He was His first Superbike win was on the uh, Tenkate bike. Yep. Um, Honda missed out keeping him. I understand they've got Nikki now. Nikki's probably one of the best development riders in the series, but Honda kind of fucked him, not getting them the bikes, getting them the bikes only three weeks before the first test. Yeah. So it's like, why let go of a good thing, or why let a good thing go? If well, you see, can per- in all honesty, they probably he probably understood, like, yeah, I probably need to get on the ZX10 because he was. Those guys are always going to be able to tell what bike is coming mm-hmm. and what bike is on its way out. Yeah. Um, the Honda did really well up till about twenty eleven. When the yep. new when the new gener like the new style ZX ten came out, 2011. Yep. Twenty eleven. So or ten. No, I think it was ten. I don't remember. Um I started getting really into the Isle of Man at that point. So yeah, I kind of <laughs> got away from World Superbike. Um 
they're always going to be able to tell how the bike is. They're going to know, they're going to be able to spot a, a million things more than us. 2011. Thanks, Antoine. Yeah. Um, so I think it was, he saw the writing on the wall and said, you know what? I'm going to go jump on this cow. I might take a year or two to develop it, but they've got the throwing the money at it. Mm-hmm. They've got the best developed bike. They've got the class of like BMW's not throwing stuff at it. Ducati's coming back, but they're having issues with, I think it's rear tire grip mm-hmm. with that, that 1299. Um, Honda's on the back foot because they didn't get the bikes to them. And Suzuki's still a year out. Yep. So, you know, Kawasaki's leading it and they've got the two best riders. They got Tom Sykes and Jonathan Ray. I mean, Jonathan Ray's ridiculous. I just like it because he's, you know, an Irishman because he's, he's fun to watch. And <laughs> I think it was the, the, one of the Laverty brothers used to race here for a year on the Celtic racing bike. It's not Eugene. It's the other one. Uh, hell, I don't know the, the other brother's name. Anyway, one of the Laverty brothers. He was over racing for Celtic Racing here and crashed at Barber in my corner. And he hung out with us. He was like, I don't really need the crash truck. I'm okay. I watched the race, gave him water, you know, hung out with us. <laughs> nice dude. He was like, I guess like, you want a water? He's like, yeah, mate, cheers. I was like, oh, God, he's, he's, he's Irish. And I'm going to sit there and ask him if he wants to get a beer. And no, I don't need to do that. So did the Irish accent come out when you talked to him? Me? No, no. The Irish accent doesn't exist unless I watch road and, <laughs> or hear Michael Dunlop start talking. And I'm just like, I, it's so you don't happens. naturally start, Hell no. you know, progressing I, into whatever. I got to have a lot of stout <laughs> put it that way before I start doing that. And then it's just gibberish anyway. So right. I don't speak, I don't speak Gaelic yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So let's actually talk a little bit about what we came here for. We came here for track days. Uh, we've talked about track days. We have talked about track days for a little bit. But what is a track day winner? Track day winner is someone who makes it back with the bike in one piece in the trailer on the way home. And you've had a good time and you haven't broken anything and you've used all your fuel up and you've used all your tires and it's good. And you're going home and you're happy. That's a track day winner. You mean you you didn't beat everybody on the track? Isn't that what a track day winner is? No, (laughs) you don't win at track days. You don't win at track days. <laughs> and Trevor Watson says the track day winner has just joined. Yay! And that he must mean Joel Ferguson. Joel Ferguson has joined us. Anyway, um Well there's that too. There's that too, so I'm not gonna <laughs> do that. But anyway, um so Yes, that's that's right, Antoine. On the track for track day, there are no trophies. Again, I will say this till my dying breath. You cannot win at a track day. You can definitely lose easily, very quick, and very easily, very quick. Like done. I've seen. Okay, best 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 way to describe this. Birmingham. I'm a barber working a sport bike track day. Two thousand. What year was it? Two thousand seven. Hurt yourself. Well, it's 2007 because I was trying to think of because the the bike I'm talking about the front end changed a little bit. And you have to know what you're talking about. So in 2007, 2006, one of those years, the 999R Ducati, mm-hmm. up the sides, they killed those vents off. Yes. So that's how I knew it was a new 999R. The guy hadn't made a payment yet. Come, and if you, anyone here who's, who's ever been to Barber for AMA, a Weir race, a track day, Vintage weekend, any of those. You know, coming down the back street, you come out of the uh, museum turn, 
You come down that little that straightaway. There's a left and right chicane, and you come back out, and you go down into what is technically Charlotte's Web. He came out of that, caught the case on the right, picked the bike up, and it slid into the grass. Caught the grass and cartwheeled that bastard and put a hole in the tank and spilled fuel all over the exhaust. And insurance doesn't cover it. And it was a forty-five to $50,000 bonfire. So if you've ever seen... The on any for all of you who have seen on any Sunday, remember that guy at the end of the toward the end of the movie at the desert racer that set his bike on fire trying to set, do a signal. Yeah, yeah, that bike smelled like pasta. Oh, good lord! Yeah, no, it was bad. There. I went there. I don't care. It was funny, <laughs> but I'm dead serious. It was a forty five to fifty thousand dollar bonfire. Yeah, you can lose very quickly. Very quickly, and I am pretty sure that man cried on the way home. You can also, but again, you can have the, it is the most fun you can have with your clothes on doing track days. If you ride, it's, you push yourself, you figure out what your limits are and you start to work past them and extend, extend your limits. Okay. Who's going to say it? Once you go track, you never go back. Who's going to say it? I don't you just you did. Shut up. I'm waiting that for someone terrible. who's watching to come out and say that. Terrible. You know how many. You know how many people do that, though. Oh, they, yeah. They get on the track and they never go back to well, riding it's on not, the street. I, I'm not going to say I'm not going to go away from riding on the street. I, you learn your limits and you learn your, you learn where your limits on the track are, mm-hmm. and you learn where your limits on the there are on the street. So and the margins are usually the margins wider are on the track. a lot wider on the track. Yep. Um, I can tell you, my first weekend at Little Talladega, ooh, it was bad. It was bad. I went off. I didn't crash, but I went off the track in the grass about four times before I figured that out. Damn. So it was it was pretty bad. Although turn it coming into turn three the first time, it can be a little intimidating. And but, because there's a big patch right there at the apex and you don't know you go in, you're like, I don't know what's going on. And then you uh, you text your racer buddy and goes, There's more grip there than any place on the track. Dive bomb it. Okay. So yeah. uh, I was gonna say something. I'm just not going to. I'm I just won't. What's your favorite track? My favorite track? Oh, my favorite track to actually to ride. It doesn't exist anymore, and it hurts my heart. Super Speedway. Nashville Super Speedway is my favorite. Um, It is by – that track was so much fun. It was a lot more technical than you thought because it just looks like a regular – it looks like a roval. You know, you've got the long front straight and you've got the little infield through the back, through the infield section and, you know, your back straight. That track had so many neat little nuances and you had, it had to be just right. Or if it was just right and you had the right person there, you were going to see magic. Like watching Jake Lewis on a CBR 600 RR at 14 years old, go through turn one, dead flat six gear at 150. Yeah. Or you get four bike train coming down the front straight a buck 65 drafting each other. I mean, that, that track was so much fun. My favorite track to spectate at to actually go and watch a race is a toss up between Birmingham and road Atlanta. Cause road Atlanta, you get some really fast speeds, but Birmingham, you can see pretty much the whole race. Um, Favorite track to ride would be either Nashville or Little Talladega is just fun. 
Antoine says that uh, Super Speedway was his first track. Oh, dude! Did you, did you do one of the night sessions? Did you do any of those? Those were so much fun. Night track, night track sessions. You start on you. It started on Friday. You it started at what time? Four o'clock. Start at four o'clock on Friday, and you go till midnight, and then you finish that off. Go to bed. You've got all day Saturday just to chill out and everything else. It start four o'clock Saturday afternoon. Go till midnight. It was the best. I mean, because it out there, it was so hot. It would get, and they did it in August. It did, they always did it the same month as the night race at the night, the Craftsman Truck Series race at night out there. Because when you turn, when you pay the utility bill, you want to pay it once for the month and you can turn the lights on whenever you want. Nice. So they turned the lights on for it for us. They'd light the inside of the track. That was, I mean, there's nothing quite like dive bombing into a corner in full leathers lit up and everything. You feel like you're racing Suzuka eight hours at night. <laughs> it feels, it feels like you're in the last 45 minutes of Suzuka. That's awesome. It's, it was so much fun. I got the fastest pass I ever got put on. Somebody, the fastest somebody ever passed me was the last session of the last night track day, night track session up there. I'm coming down the front straight. I'm on my SV650. This the, one of the instructors comes bombing past me on a GSXR 1000. I'm pinned in six at 120. He's probably pinned in six at 175. He passed me damn near sucked me off the bike when he came past. It was <laughs> awesome. Let's but see. I'm not kidding you. That Nashville was my most fun. Most I've had some good shenanigans happen to Barbara at Road Atlanta though. Road Atlanta almost got hit by Jake Zimke. That was fun. Right. Going back to the Super Speedway. I was here in Nashville for almost a year, and I finally found out about track days there. And, of course, you know, I went to go find out about it, and guess what happened? Closed. They shut it down. Yep. Yeah, that's um, awesome. And Trevor said Trevor just asked how much it's it, still there. Is the track just closed? track is yes. closed. The facilities are still there. They're still using it on occasion as a NASCAR testing facility because technically it's not owned by NASCAR, so teams can go there and test all they want. Um, they do the Rusty Wallace driving experience there, too. But and they might do an occasional track day for cars, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you this: you don't want any part of a motorcycle on there because the track was in disrepair. It was a dirty, just it was a shithole of a track back there at the <laughs> end. But it was home and it was awesome, right? But and, uh, Joe's joined us. What's Joe, going on, what Joe? up, dude? Um, somebody just asked how long tires did. Yes, long... that's a uh, DMac. DMac wants to know how long okay. did your tires last on the track. Now the the biggest difference between now. And, th- and back then, the SV, SV650s are really easy on parts because there's not a whole lot of power and a whole, not a whole lot of torque. Tires on an SV, if you treat them right, they'll last all year. You know, if you do four or five track days a year, they'll last all year. And then you get another set and throw them on. My bike, the, B- the, the BMW, <laughs> two weekends. Yeah. And uh, because I'm pushing, you know, there's something triple the power. About running those GPAs. Shut up. Don't bring that up. Don't bring that <laughs> up. Oh, Trevor Runner asks, yeah. segueing out of that, what's the worst track that you've Topeka, been Topeka, Kansas. I didn't go there. That just sounds like. But hurt. that place was terrible. You can, Okay. When, a, when an individual going for the championship says, I'm not racing here because it's dangerous, there's a problem. Yeah. That track out in Topeka, Kansas, they should not – They, I would be nervous running a Weir Regional out there, not an AMA National. Topeka, Kansas, that should not have happened. Um, Firebird, 
out in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. They ran there a couple of years back in the mid-90s. That was really bad. That was really dangerous. Anywhere with, like, cl- walls that are really close at accelerating points, that can get that gets bad. Um, Memphis was uh, – no, Indiana Raceway – Indianapolis Raceway Pirate, RIP. IRP, excuse me. Um, I was I wasn't there for a motor. I don't think I've seen a bike race there. I know I saw a Skip Barber race there. Cars turn one looked like a whoop section. Wow, just waves, just doing this all the way through. The cars are just bouncing, and you're just like, how in the hell? It's just that track. Any track that I, I have now, I, I will say this. I hear good things about Nola. I haven't been in Ola yet. Jennings is fantastic. I haven't been down there. I know it's good, though, because I hear a lot of people talk. It's a great track. And Roebling. I haven't been to those three yet. And those are the three in the southeast I haven't been to. Um, trying to think what other tracks are bad. Uh, let's see. Trevor says, NCM, NCM is dangerous, too. Bikes should be there, too. Not quite sure what that meant, that last part. Bikes, I've done every – I've been at every bike session, bike track day up there. Um there's two dangerous spots in NCM. Um, it's turn. It's when you come out of the hairpin, you come up the hill, and as you come in, it's the long right. That first long right where you come at the, you're at the back section of the track, about to come on the front straight. That long right's dangerous because if you tuck the front, you slide, and there's not really any runoff there. Right. What you do is you apex it late, and you don't push super hard. Okay. And then the only other really bad section there. Is the blind section when you is that that whole little section? Oh, bikes shouldn't be there. Gotcha. No, 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 no. I've done stuff there. I've ridden there. It's not as bad as you. It's not as bad as everybody says. Yes, people get hurt there, but people get hurt everywhere. I've we've lost people at Barber. Mm-hmm. Okay, just recently, in fact. Just recently, well, recently, and then I was there. I've been there where people where we've lost people at Barber twice. So, and Barber team, Barber, everyone says, is usually one of the safer ones. So, let's see, real quick. Queen's here. She says, love the shirts, especially the one that we didn't make. But Mom yeah. made this one. Uh, anyway, DeMarcus Yo. asks, if I was to do a track day, what would I need to consider if I wanted my bike to be safe and covered? And what would I expect as a rider? Okay. If it's your first track day, find out through your insurance company before you even do anything. Find out your insurance company if you're on a racetrack, if they cover it, if it's not in competition. State Farm, I know, does this for cars and motor. I think they do it for motorcycles. I know they do it for cars. If there is no competition, they will cover it. But Make you sure you have that. A race. If, but if it's a race, they're not going to cover it. There are track certain. I know Bowling Green cover, has track day insurance. You can buy your insurance and it'll cover it, blah, blah, blah. Um, what you'll want to do, prep your bike. If you're if it's your first set if your first weekend, what you're gonna want to do, you're gonna want to go beginner. Don't be a hero. Don't try and be a hero. Go to beginner. It's the easiest way to prep your bike. All you do is you pull your mirrors and your rear and your tail section off. Not your tail section. Pull your uh, license plate your and blinkers bag, off. Basically, okay. Pull your blinkers off, front and rear. Tape the lights up. Take the mirrors off. You're done for beginner. That's all you got to do. Gear wise, you are going to need a suit. You can do a two piece if you've got a leather jacket that has. Make sure it's got a three sixty zip, and you can get the pants. You can get a two piece suit. Um, other than that, uh, I've seen guys show up on V stroms with uh, arrow stitch um, 
Bay is joining us. Um, <laughs> textile suits in work boots. Wow. And sport work bike, boots. sport bike track time did that at Nashville for years. Yep. Um, what you can do, do that. Um, there's no special other bike prep that you need to do except pull all the crap, pull up, like pull everything off. Um, Snell helmet, um, long gloves, over the ankle boots, preferably road, like sport bike based boots, sport bike centric boots, um, and good tires. And you're good to go. Pay your money, come play. Be expect, like, expect, if you go to beginner, you're going to get. Trevor says it helps if it, he has instructors to say it was for riding school for the insurance purse. Yeah. Purposes. Okay. So do that. Um, um, which also, you, sorry. There will quick. be instructors for beginners. Um, they will take, they will literally for the first two sessions, you will not be able to pass anybody. They are taking you around the track to show you the line and show and you the, learn the safest way to make and it. Learn the sa- and learn where the corner yeah. stations are and everything else like that. And Antoine says first track days will check your ego very, you, very. There is nothing quickly. more humbling than coming around, going into a corner thinking you're flying and then. You've got yeah. an instructor with his knee on the ground going around you at 40 miles an hour faster. There's nothing more humbling than that. I have to say it. I have to now. It's, no. it's, but what happens if I go there and on my first day, I'm just so good that someone says, you have to race for me. You're going to get that ass whooped. Trust me. If you're listening, I have to. You will go. You are going to get that ass whooped. <laughs> yes. Um. Trust me. Your first track day, you might get bumped to intermediate. You are not going to be an advanced unless, yeah. unless you are one of these. You're an alien. Yeah, you're I'm, like the top one percent of the top one percent. I have never seen it happen in the 15 years I've been going to tracks. I've seen people bump from beginner to intermediate. I've never seen anyone go from beginner, intermediate to advanced in a weekend. Never happened. It will never happen. Yeah. Um. Other than that, leave your ego at the gate. Yes. And realize that hey, you're there to have fun. You're there to have fun. You're there to learn. You're there to learn. You're there to have fun. You're there to end the day and be able to go home and say you or stay for the night and go back the next day, have a beer or two, talk to the people you were riding with, talk to the instructors, hang out with everybody. That's where it gets fun. And that's where you meet a lot of I've some of my closest friends live 300 miles away, but we, we see each other damn near every track day. So, and speaking of NCM, Joe asks, Oh, get back here. Hmm. Where are you? Joe asks, Axe. Axe. Yes. Let me ask you a question. What is the best way to take the bus stop at NCM? Bus stop. Which one is that one? Oh, that's probably inset- that that damn 180 degree in the middle in the middle of the damn track. Okay. Best way I've seen and the best way I've done it, because you're coming out. Come down and come back up, and you slice long right. You top the hill, and you're coming down. Hey, April. Hey, hey, girl. And also, uh, um, what's going on, David? David's here. David, which one, David? Tractor. Tractor. What up, dude? And Brittany's joined us as well. Uh, some other people have joined us too, but I can't find who they were now. Uh, Joseph. Oh, mom. Turn nine. Oh God, mom's here. Anyway, so <laughs> nice work on the shirt, by the way. Yes, good. My the lady that made the shirt's here. So. You come in, like, because you're, what? Huh? I was saying the lady that made this shirt is. She's uh, in the. No, she's I, watching. I at this one. <laughs> Shut we'll up. Leave it at that. Anyway, so. <laughs> Good job, by the way. I like it. Um, trying to think, because you're 
short shifting just to keep the power and keep staying the torque, depending on your bike, you're coming into that usually in either third or fourth, depending on the motorcycle. So you're down at least two gears going in. It's one of those things where that corner is going to suck you in because you think it's really tight at the beginning. It's not. It's one of those where you just, as you're coming in, wait, 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 then go. Like you turn it, like, cause you need to come out and then you come bring it back and go up the hill. You square this one off. There's no, you're not going to make time here. You're going to just survive it and you make your time going huh. back through. Oh, that's awesome, Brandon. But, Hold on. I got to post this in oh regards Lord. to your shirt. Which shirt? Your My shirt. shirt. What? Your shirt. Brandon says, Wing Mom's Garage. Yep. That's Wing Mom's awesome. Garage. <laughs> yep. Oh, hey. I love it. I get, I've got everybody helping us out. So you know what? Yes. It's all good. Because we can use all the help. We, we can, can definitely get. use all the help we can get. Um, uh, but yeah, that's one of those you wait till the last minute to turn in. Don't worry about trying to get your knee down there. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Don't worry about it. It's that's one of those corners you just survive and you get through and worry about making your time coming out of that and going into the right that's after that. That That's where you can make your time up and get some really, really, really good momentum going into the far end where everybody's scared. So, yeah, yeah. but I'm I'm dead serious. My favorite section is coming out of that hairpin and going into that. Because you're just pinned in fifth when you top that hill. gets a little light, and you just stay in it. It's so much fun coming through there. That's that video I post. I'll post that up later. Yeah. Of Hayden yeah. Gillum when he oh, showed yeah, that up. one. That's that right there. That right there, I'm pinned in – I'm toward the middle of top of fifth right there. So I'm doing every bit of 135 right there. So much fun right there. I love that section of track. Um, of course, Hayden's probably doing 150. Right. Hey, <laughs> anyway. He's just joined us, and so has team. Christine. Christine. Yeah. Oh, hey. hey. I'm sorry. I'm, my eyes are terrible. That and we're not seeing it on the computer. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, that's NCM. Any more NCM questions, please ask me. Right. Because I've, kinda, I've been going to that track since before it opened. And actually, officially. So, we are going to be cutting it. No. We're just over an hour, and I have a lot of shirts to prepare. But. Sad face. Um, we. We'll be back again next week. Yes. Um, actually, next week we – I just need to finalize it with them. But we have a very special guest. Very, uh, very special guest coming. Um, company out of California, uh, Break Free Tech. Alex uh, is the main guy there. Very cool technologies uh, that they're trying to bring out to everybody who rides. Uh, yeah. Mom says need we do need quarter marshals yes. at NCM. They're full up right now but uh, for this weekend. But, yeah, they need yeah. people. We'll talk. Um, we'll talk about corner marshaling and everything later. So, kind of give you an idea what's coming up next week. Take a look at it. Break free tech, um, really cool, and it's really cool because it's actually started by just two guys. Yeah, granted, like, they've got interesting backgrounds. They've but, got a lot more interesting backgrounds than he and I. Right. Yeah, they're a lot. They're a lot better. They're a lot more in the industry than we are. Yeah. And it's really it, the the backstory and all that kind of their backstory is really cool. We'll show. We'll. Discuss you know, all that later. You know, for week. us, saying that we're in the motorcycle industry. It's like saying we're in the movie industry and we work at Blockbuster. That's right. <laughs> Finished my, my sentence there. But let's put it this way. There's one of the guys that is going. Thank you, David. Yes, thank you. Um, one of the guys that is, we're talking about um, designed some of our favorite motorcycles. Some of them, yes. So, yeah. It's uh, going to be I'm, I'm really excited about this. Yes. This is going to be entertaining. So, we will have them on uh, next week. What's going on, Obet? Dude! We need to get him his shirt. Yep. 
Oh, but did you get your shirt yet? I don't know if you did or not. Um, if not, we'll we'll make it sure it happens. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll have them on next week, and oh yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, fun that trip. Yes, buy a bunch of shirts. Fun that trip, and we can t- we can talk about that. Um, all right, we'll, we'll get holler that at you. Out. We will okay. definitely get this figured out. Um, that being said, the shirts are available in black as well as white and a very small run of gray. Heather Gray. Uh, best place to find them is at wingmansgarage.com. Um, there is a short link, bit.ly, that's bit.ly backslash moto shirts. Uh, and I'm going to throw that up. Antoine, there. you suck. Yeah, I, can, <laughs> I know a couple people that are going to that. I get invited to go corner work that every year. I just never have the ability to go. Right. Because they don't pay. And I'm not going to – that's – no. Um, throwing this up there right now. Um, $15 for the shirt till next, uh, till tomorrow, 8 o'clock PM. Uh, they are going to be free shipping. So it makes it easier. Of course, for everyone that's in the Nashville area, you buy one, put the code in. That way I can just meet up with you or Daniel can meet up with you. One, we'll figure out one way or the other. Just hand yeah. the shirt. Yeah. Um, shirt and Cowie green. It's coming. We'll figure all this out, okay? Let us get this first run done, <laughs> yes, and figure out some other stuff we're gonna do. Because again, he, I, he and I've been bouncing ideas off yeah. stuff. So give us a little bit, and we'll go from there. There's other things that we can do that we're figuring out that we can do. Yes. So it's gonna be entertaining. Let's get this first run done and figure it out, and then we'll go from there. Other merch stuff um, coming. coming. Yes. So yeah. But until then, um, again, join us uh, on Facebook uh, as we look at the screen here to figure this out. It's kind of funny. Um, yeah, we're all like, what's going on? <laughs> we're like that bird with, that you that you stick, and it just kind of dumps his head in the water right. and comes back up. <laughs> we I'm like a punch face. me clown. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that was weird. <laughs> Don't mind me. Anyways, if there's something you want to say, uh, even after we've gone off of the air, you can still post on this video. We will be able to see it. We'll be able to reply. Uh, again, hit us up on Messenger on Facebook, any of the social media. Except uh, Twitter. We're not really on Twitter all that oh, much. And Obet's still up there. Let's get let's get that out of the Sorry, way. Sorry, dude. Sorry about that. There, man. Is, there it is. Uh, there it is. Boom. Um, yeah, or of course, call us. 2625. Go ride. Call us. Leave us a, a voicemail. Love it when you guys do that. Please do, because um, we we desperately need stuff. Yes. Re- give us reviews on iTunes. Even better. Please give us reviews on and iTunes. Actually, even on Facebook would be useful too. Facebook you can, can yeah. get reviews on Facebook. You can get Facebook. reviews on Facebook as well. Yep. If you give us Facebook, if you give us iTunes and Facebook reviews, that gig brings us up in the uh rankings. And the better ranked we are, what do you Boney says cut you off. God damn. <laughs> Shut up, Bony. You just mad because I found what you were wearing for Easter. Look at uh, I'll show you later. Uh, it's no, you, no trust me. Bony, it's an inside joke. Bony okay. knows. <laughs> but so yeah, the, the higher we get up in the rankings, the more exposure we get, the more we get to get cool stuff and we get to bring you guys cool stuff. Yeah. Instead of us just kind of running our mouths and doing blog yeah. posts about how I mess with Certain friends and how he prays every time he goes rides through Nashville. Yeah. So, yeah. Hell, even when I'm driving. Yep. Um. But yeah. So until then, I'm Chris the Wingman, Daniel the Track Rat, and you can't see her, but Bay is over here. Yeah, I'm not going to move the camera. No, Bay no. of the cats right here. 
We'll see you all next week. Thank you for joining us. Thank you you again so much. So until then, go ride. Go ride. Well, wait, bundle up because it's going to be cold. It's supposed to be halfway decent this weekend. Anyway, go ride. Go. Just do it now. Why are you not riding? Get out of here.